0: You're now listening to the River Claremont Podcast. Title my message today is grace is favor. We're going to just talk about that this whole past week, October outpouring, man. The presence of God was very strong in the place each and every night for those of you that came uh, all the way to the end of Friday night was like a like a Holy Spirit bomb went off in the place. Uh, and I was on cloud nine all night. I don't even know what happened other than good things happened. Amen. But it was obviously that, that the Lord was responding, that, uh, confirming the word. Amen. That's what you you, 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 you kind of look for that in life as you move. Is, is God's presence confirming what you're doing? You know, if you've gone a long time and you don't feel the presence of the Lord, maybe you're, you took a wrong turn somewhere. You need to go back to the last clear thing you knew God said and start doing it again. But you expect that. God's presence goes with his people. Joshua and Moses said, we're not going to go into the promised land if your presence doesn't go with us. I don't care if it is full of great things. We want your presence. Amen. Who wants the presence of God with you in this hour? This is a presence-driven church. That's everything we do. has always been about the presence of the Lord. We'll contend for it. We'll be picked on for it. You can say what you want, but we want his presence over the presence of someone that will pick on us for being associated with him. Amen. Ephesians 2, 8, and 10 in the Amplified Classic Edition, not that new-fangled Amplified. You got to go all the way back to 1982 to find this sweet baby. (laughs) Where's all my 82s, amen? For... (laughs) For it is by free grace, which is God's unmerited favor, the Amplified says. Said, say unmerited. That means you can't earn it, okay? means it's not something that the favor of God, the grace of God, is not something that through tally marks of good deeds, the favor increases upon your life. Grace is poured out because God is a God of grace, amen? And because of that grace, you can access the kingdom of God through your own free will. Everybody in here, you didn't have to go through a process. Nobody in here had to go on a pilgrimage, walking barefoot up a mountain in the cold to sacrifice a goat on a, you know, to access God. And you look at other religions, they do do that. I mean, you think that's crazy, but I've been places where sure enough, barefoot, groveling in the, in the rocks, bleeding, just to gain access to a deity that would bless them. Thank God that our God is not that way. Come on, somebody. He says, look, if you choose me this day, I set before you these things. I I give you life and death. I give you a blessing and I give you cursing. Therefore, choose life, choose blessing. Who in here chooses the blessing of God? That's grace. Come on, somebody. By grace, I'm saved through faith. What is the faith? That God is not a man that he should lie. He said this. He did this. It is done in Jesus' name. And because of that, I have everything God says I have. For by free gate, grace, which is God's unmerited favor, you are saved, which is being delivered from judgment, and you're made partakers of Christ's salvation through your faith. And this salvation is not of ourselves or of your own doing, it came not through your own striving, but it is the gift of God. Shout, gift. Yes. Who likes gifts? We're coming up on Christmas time. Who gets excited? My daughter already has a magazine with things circled in it that was delivered to me yesterday. She said, particularly page 17 is of interest. And I turned to page 17, everything was circled on page 17. My God, uh, my child believes in, I guess, uh, uh, more than enough. Uh, she is smart, yeah took me back to when I was a kid. Who remembers getting the the magazines as a kid? You'd go through it. Bro, whose parents ever delivered? You guys had good parents. Mine were always like, whatever, we'll get you what we get you. I heard a grumble over here. It was a little bit, Father, I just pray for healing. It was like, wait, did you hear that? Wake up. Still can't stand them. (laughs) Lord, deliver your people. (laughs) Sorry, I brought up Christmas. My bad. Shout gift once more. All right. We are, for we are God's own handiwork, His workmanship, recreated, I like that, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined or planned beforehand for us. How many people believe God has a plan for your life? How many people think that plan is hardship, striving, and suffering? How many people think it's a plan to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future? If you believe it, shout amen this morning. I feel it. I feel it. And so that we should walk in them. And then it says, living the good life, which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. God has given you and planned for you a good life. Who can say without with absolute certainty, coming to know the Lord, your life has just got better? Oh, yeah. Come on. Some of you guys before you knew the Lord couldn't even remember what you did on the weekends. It's like a big blacked out place with a pounding headache come Monday morning as you went back to work, broke as a joke. But once you got the Lord in your life, great things happen. We're going to be talking this morning about the favor of God. And as he said... Based upon Noah, the word says Noah's deliverance in my Bible was where, obviously, the, if you follow the story of creation, it says that men got continuously more and more wicked until all they thought was wicked thoughts. And so the Lord judged the earth, brought a flood, but delivered Noah, for Noah was found righteous. For 120 years, he built a boat. And then the Bible goes through, as the rains came, when the rains stopped, starting in October, The mountaintops began to appear and all the way into February 27th, which is interesting. Scripture says that 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 is when they walked onto the earth and God reestablished a covenant covenant once more saying, go into all the earth, um, replenish, multiply and be blessed in all that you do. So there was a blessing or a covenant given at that time. I read that and the Lord said to me to expect and declare to this church from October until the end of February, unprecedented favor upon your life. That this is an hour where the favor of God will be evident on the children of God. And if you believe it, shout amen. Amen. Well, it's obvious that the world's strategy right now is to break that, to destroy people, to financially crush you, everything going through the roof. But the favor of God will cause you to rise above, like Pastor Joe said, you are the cream of the kingdom of God. You will always rise to the top come on somebody you know why cream rises right because it's pure fat so the more never mind the anointing maketh one fat doesn't scripture say hallelujah christmas is coming it's time to rise to the top (laughs) i'm rising baby i'm telling you what get ready (laughs) Now, if you don't believe in favor, now because some people sometimes have a hiccup with the words favor, things like that, because they want to focus, and I said this Friday night, revelation is where the reality and the truth of God's word explodes in you to be truth regardless of any current or past experiences you may have. That's revelation. You can have revelation, God is a healer while you are dealing with cancer. And when you have the revelation God is a healer, you can, step, you can grab a hold of the impossible and it becomes your reality. If you believe it, shout it's true. Yes. That's the truth of the Word of God. And ultimately, we can all pass a microphone and we can all talk about hard times in our life, dark moments in our life, valleys and this and all that. But ultimately, the overwhelming thing of, theme of my life since I came to know the Lord is He is good and all the time He is good. So if you don't believe in favor, what you begin to believe in is just merit. You believe, basically, that some people are born greater than other people, and that's why they rise to the top, and others are just the lesser. And that's found in Scripture. In John chapter 9, there's a man that was born blind. And the disciples that followed Jesus said from their own mouths, well, who sinned, this guy or his parents, that he was born blind? And Christ said, no, nobody did. Because instantly they were saying, we're holier than this person because we've been dealt a better hand than this person. Now this man gets supernaturally healed. Undeniable miracle. Even the parents are like, yes, he was born blind. Yes, he now sees. And so they said, who did it? And they said, Christ Jesus. And they said, well, we're not even going to listen to you because you're obviously a sinner. Once again, holier than thou. We're better than you. And that's why we have it. We in the children of, in the kingdom of God do not think of ourselves better than other people. We recognize it's but by the grace of God. Come on. And because of that grace, which is unmerited favor upon my life, I can access everything in the kingdom of God. And everybody that comes along with me through the same shed blood of Jesus has access to what I have access to. And that kingdom is not a kingdom of limitations, of small things. It's a kingdom without end. Our God is more than enough. Shout, more than enough. That's the basis of favor. That God is El Shaddai. He has more than enough. He is the all-sufficient one, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that provides. He provided you salvation. He provided you healing. He provided you deliverance. He provided you a hope in a future. He provided you an eternal home. He even provided for you a mansion that He has gone ahead to prepare for you. Jesus, hey, somebody, he prepared for you an identity and a calling tailor-made for you from the time you were formed in your mother's womb. Amen. Jesus, hallelujah. hallelujah. Man, now, there's a, the, the, yesterday morning I woke up and there was a, this name just like, as soon as I woke up, Jephthah kept popping in my spirit, and I was like, that's so weird, obviously I knew it was a Bible name because I don't know any Jephthahs right now. So I I Googled it. I had to Google it. It wasn't like I, but I do remember the story once I Googled it. And it's really sad. It's a sad story if you know the story. In Judges chapter 11, there was a man by the name of Jephthah who was a son of Gilead, but his mom was a prostitute and not a wife. And so he was outcast from the family and kicked aside. And so they came. Where Gilead was under attack and this Jephthah guy had rose into some prominence as a bandit, as a warrior. And they invited him back to the tribe saying, look, if you defeat these people coming against us, we'll make you the head of the tribe. And so he, he, this was his redemption story. This is what he was believing for, to be welcomed back, to have this moment of favor upon his life. So he went and made a vow to God saying that I will sacrifice the very first thing that comes out of the door of my house if you would give me this victory if you would give me favor i will sacrifice for you and of course the story goes he won the battle came back home and his daughter was the first person out the door it's a very terrifying story to read that she went and lamented and then it says that he completed his vow so i don't know what you take on that but i only brought that up to say to you you've got to realize grace God's unmerited favor is upon you. It's not something that we have to, we have to make a sacrifice and, and, and all of these things to wrench from God goodness. God is good. And all the time he is good. This man made a rash vow. I mean, everyone in this room, hopefully us, if we made that vow, would be like, you know what, it was a bad day. Thanks again for the victory. Should have never said that. But to this man, to get favor from God, this is all he knew he could do. Thank God, as the Bible says, that we were born in this time with a new covenant based on better promises. Come on, somebody. Take a moment and just thank the Lord for His grace upon your life that you were born after the shed blood of Jesus and not before the shed blood of Jesus. Come on, you have access to all the realms of God's provision, God's healing power, God's grace is poured out upon you without measure if you would just believe it. Scripture says, as a man thinketh in his heart, what is he? He, that's That's who he is. So you've got to learn to think, I am God's favored, favored one. Do you believe it? Hold your head up high because Ephesians 4, 7 says grace, which is God's unmerited favor once again, was given to each of us individually, not indiscriminately, but in different ways in proportion to the measure of Christ's rich and bounteous gift. Indiscriminately, I had to look up because I'm an educated guy from Tennessee, you know what I'm saying? Tennessee is not known for its education. We are known for picking up your spouse at a family reunion. That way you keep the wealth and the family. Amen. <laughs> Thank God I got out of that state. Amen. I married a South African just to be sure. Saves a lot of money when you don't even have to change your last name. you don't expect to be said on a Sunday morning <laughs> indiscriminately means it's in a way that does not show care or judgment and it's not in a random manner or unsystematic it is with great care and precision that God pours out grace upon your life every person here has not God a leftover or a splash from what someone else didn't get. It was systematically from God poured out in your life without measure. If you believe it, say it's true. It's true. So you begin to carry yourself as this, understanding I'm a child that carries the favor of God with me. If I work for a business, that business will excel. Amen. Come on, somebody. Just by your presence alone, there is a blessing attached to you that will get on them. Anyone here can testify you've seen it. Man, you watch it happen where businesses, you go into the situation, it's strife, it's chaos, and you carry the favor of God. And before long, this business that you're a part of is now thriving and booming, and it's because of your presence. And you need to recognize that, that that is what you carry. You carry the favor of heaven everywhere you go. If you believe it, say it's true. God's favor is not It's not just... A, Man, like, good things happen to me. It's, it's, as we laid out, the favor of God gives you perfect timing to where you walk through life, and you don't need an alarm clock, you don't need this, but you will wind up in the craziest of places at the exact moment you need to be there for something to happen. Perfect timing is in the church of Jesus Christ. We're a part of that. So that you begin to realize if my steps are ordered by the Lord, then that means I don't have to worry about things because I'm going to get there when I need to get there. Yeah. It, gives, it gives strife, lifts off of you. It gives you that anxious, that anxiety feeling, that, that driving sensation, that keeping up with people, lifts off of you as you begin to walk in just the grace of God alone. I know I will get there when I need to get there and I will have what he has laid up for me to have. Amen. If you believe it, say amen. So God's favor has been poured out upon your life with great care, with great care. And I know basically I'm rolling through the whole week right now, but I've just been on this, the favor of God. This church is going to experience an absolute season of unmerited favor, unprecedented, undeniable. We're talking crazy things happening in your stead. Remember, this is the God that could turn a city of poverty around in 24 hours where there was overflow. But the only one that didn't get it was the one that said it's not going to happen. So don't be the one that says it's not going to happen. Be the one that says let it happen and let it happen upon my house, upon my wife, upon my kids, upon everywhere. Father, I thank you that favor is upon my life. I will see the good hand of the Lord. I will see the provision of heaven. I will see increase and I will see good things in Jesus' name. And even if right now you're under the gun and under attack, rejoice because that thing can turn around and will turn around in Jesus' name. Favor has protection. When you are favored by God, it's like God has surrounded you with angels. Come on. You just walk in supernatural favor. Even if the enemy tries to take you out, all he's going to do is get himself hurt in the process. Because you carry favor. The favor of God is upon your life. Now, Psalm 138 verse 8 says that the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Shall perfect. perfect. Now, what does that mean? That means that God will ultimately bring it to completion. That's what it means when you read perfect. It means a a level of maturity, it will mature, it will season, it will be perfected. God will perfect that which concerns me. Take your finger and point at yourself. Come on, all across the place, me, 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 me. Make it personal. Not God will perfect everything concerning America, not God will perfect everything concerning uh, uh, the River Claremont, but concerning me, individually for me, Even if the river Claremont imploded, which it's not. But let's say it, even America fell apart. Even if all of these things happen, God will still perfect that which concerns me. Come on. Now why that is important to establish is because I've seen how people, if anything happens at a greater level, it's like they, they, you hit the shepherd, the, the flock scatters. We've seen, seen in churches in the past. You've got to begin to walk in a personal covenant with God. That you understand, I have the covenant. Come on, I have the covenant. God blesses me. I'm blessed. I'm favored. I walk in this. I have this. I talk this. I believe this. It is what I live with every day of my life. That's why I have to wear colorful shirts. Because I have a coat of many colors, amen. Come on, somebody. Don't be ashamed of it. Down from the rooftops until the whole world knows you walk in the favor of God. God will perfect, bring to the desired end that which concerns you. And let me, let me just hit this right now. Grace is so powerful and I'm not this we are a church that preaches holiness. We believe in holiness, but you'll never reach holiness without grace. bro, you are a screwed up person from screwed upville. but once you enter through this blood of Jesus, Now you're a grace person favored by God, transformed from the inside out, given a brand new heart and a brand new spirit. Come on, somebody. My nature has been redeemed. That's the grace of God. And the grace and the favor of God is so strong that as long as you keep a soft heart towards God. Come on, somebody. That's it, because it is by free will. You can freely walk away from God today. And that's on you, boo. Or you can freely rise every morning and say, I'm coming after you once more, God. I love you. I declare today is the day that you have made. Today is a day rich in blessings. Today is a day that I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. And I will declare that your hand is upon me. Your favor is on me. Your eyes see me. Your arms uphold me. Great things are in store over my household today. I declare a season of expansion, a season of increase. If Jabez can pray, Father, Father, increase my territory, he prayed. Then God can do it for you too. Amen. Hallelujah. But grace is so strong, even when you screw up, when you have a heart that stays surrendered to God like David my gosh a man after my own heart that definitely screwed up but he kept that heart posture to say God please I love you please I need you please I want you that was enough shout enough so what's enough just the desire you get that everything in the kingdom of God is attached to your desire for it do you desire him and do you desire what he brings and if you do Get ready. God will perfect that which concerns this guy. Even if you don't want him to perfect it, even if you don't like me, it will still be perfected because God is on my side. Amen. And if God is on my side, who can be against me? Come on, somebody. Favor, 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 favor. Rise in the morning favorably. Go to bed at night favorably. Great things are in your in your in your in your court. My daughter Emma made me a prayer bowl. I've never heard of this before. I don't know where she got this idea. But she would write prayers down, and every day I have to open one of the prayers that she prayed for my life. And I have to tell you, the faith of a child is is awesome. Because I've been reading her prayers every day. So here's what she prays over me. First thing I opened was that any football team I desire to win will win. Bro, bro, Tennessee beat LSU for the first time since 2005 yesterday. And we didn't just beat them we whooped them. You gotta have that whoa. You know what I'm saying? Whooped them. I'm like, man, the faith of a child. I'm a I mean, I ain't a betting person, but I might no, I'm just no joke. <laughs> Pastor Caleb, how'd you get a new sports car? I don't want to talk about it. Just the faith of a child. Then she prayed. It was so adorable that at any given moment, if I don't like the weather, I could change the weather. These aren't little prayers, you know what I'm saying? This is like powerful stuff she wrote down. I read that. I'm like, where do you get this from? I love this kid. I, I wake up now. I'm like, where's your prayer bowl? Daddy needs a word. (laughs) <laughs> Give me a word, Jesus. That's powerful stuff. Believe it. The more you really just begin to cultivate that attitude of gratitude, that expectation, man, that, that it, it spurs within you an attitude of just joy. And great expectation. God will perfect it. Even if it's not happening the way way I think it is. Even if it's not quite there. Even if I'm at the season of where I feel like I'm still in a battle to get the promised land. It will turn. God will perfect that which concerns me. If you believe it, say it's it's true. And so on that note concerning this, what the Lord began to show me. Why, this, why, why I believe His presence poured out so strong to confirm the Word this week is very true. If God will perfect it, the Bible says that with Jesus, he grew, he grew, or increased is what it uses, increased in stature and in favor before God and men. So the favor of God increased upon Jesus the closer He got to His expected end. You with me? Because the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. The closer Jesus got to his perfected or desired end from God, the favor increased upon his life. He didn't have to go for this thing. He didn't have to strive for this thing. He didn't have to get an Instagram following. He didn't have to get a Facebook. He just walked and did what God told him to do. And word spread and multiplied and increased. And the favor of God got him before all the way to Pontius Pilate. Where ultimately he gave his life. But the favor upon his life increased as it got to the end. I'm here to tell you, the closer, the closer you get to the end of your life, the closer we as a church get to the desired end. And how many people realize there is a very prophesied ending written by God himself of what will be concerning the church in this last hour. That the church is not a weak, defeated bride. Are you with me? We're not, a, we're not people cowering in a corner, holding out, saying, God, please deliver us from evil. We are a people that carry the favor of God, the power of God, the wisdom of God, that everywhere the sole of our foot treads, demons flee because we carry the authority and the dominion of Christ Jesus. Greater works than me, Jesus said, you will do. Come on you carry that you carry it It has nothing to do with being a pastor it has nothing to do with being an evangelist it has to do with being a born-again blood-bought child of god i carry the presence of heaven everywhere i go and everywhere i go anything of darkness has to unravel come on somebody and how does it unravel what did he tell jeremiah did he say you got to go in there and find a demon and pull his head and poke his eyeballs no, he says, I put my word in your mouth. And that word can build, tear down, throw down, and destroy or build and plant. So how do we do it? By the words that come out of our mouth. What words come out of our mouth? For out of the, out of the heart, the, the, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So right back to it, do I believe I'm favored? If I believe I'm favored, even in the middle of a storm, I will declare to the storm, get ready. Because things are about to turn in Jesus' name. Plus, my daughter Dunn told me I can pray concerning the weather, and it'll turn. So get out of my life, storm. Jesus' name, amen. Amen. (laughs) So it will increase. The church has an expected end. And I've used this throughout the week, but Revelations clearly lays out a vision of the last times. The prophetic move, the prophetic things to come. And in it, the church is mentioned 19 to 20 times. 19 times is what I count it, but maybe 20 in the first three to four chapters. After that, the word church disappears through all of Revelations until the very end. Because the church disappears during that time. Because we are caught up into a heavenly place. And we will return with Christ Jesus with shouts that are triumphant to come for the final battle... And we win. Look at your neighbor and say, we win. We, win. we don't just win, we whoop them. Like, Come on, Let's get Southern with me right now. You whoop them. Everything the devil has done up to you, you will have a very satisfying battle. Where you get to whoop him one last time. Amen. <clears throat> I mean, we're fighting dirty. We're pulling hair. We're poking eyeballs. Bro, we're about, about to go ghetto up on you, devil. The day's coming. Yeah, you sit in your little crystal cathedral right now, but that sucker's coming down in Jesus' name. I hate you. (laughs) Some people look at you when you do that, and they're like, you're not supposed to hate. He's the devil. You can hate the devil. I'll give you a green light today. You have a pass. Hate him with all of your heart, with all of your mind, with all of your... He is... He's evil, he's wicked, he's everything bad. We hate that which is evil and we cling and love that which is holy. Amen. I know who I am. I ain't trying to preach to the devil to get him saved. Uh-uh. You ain't coming where I'm coming. I know. I read where you going. And I ain't joining you on that trip. I ain't going to no lake of fire. God will perfect it. Revelation says it. And so as we draw towards the end times, and I don't know how much time we got left. You know what I'm saying? We could have a 100 years. We could have a 1,000 years. Who knows? We could have a day. We could have an hour. We could have a minute. We could have 10 seconds. 9 seconds. 8 seconds. 7 seconds. 6 seconds. 5 seconds. 4 seconds. 3 seconds. 2 seconds. One glory. Ma! I could run around the place right now. Jesus. We're right there. <laughs> it's like the perfect I told you moment. I told you so moment when that happens. You're like whoa, whoa, oh. <laughs> Scripture says two will be working in a field and one gets out and the other one's like boy, boy, boy (laughs) I told you (laughs) (laughs) favor ain't fair but it sure is good (laughs) (laughs) glory to God We are drawing towards the expected end. Well, if favor increases, Christ became more and more closer to his expected end. Favor will increase upon the church until our expected end. That's what I believe is the prophetic word of the Lord. That this is not just an October to February thing. I spoke that out for this church to believe in that time period, unprecedented favor. But I believe we will see the church continue to grow in favor until the church is taken home. And so that favor will cost us to do what Christ told us we would do, that we would take dominion in Jesus' name. That as he said, all the way in Matthew 24, until the last days, you will continue to marry, you will buy, you will do transactions, you will begin, you can continue to walk in the blessing of God, taking territory in Jesus' name until the church is taken home. And then the devil can do what he wants to do. But we're coming back. And when we come back, we know what we're going to do. Amen? Amen. We are going to an expected end. 2 Peter 1, 2 says, may God give you more and more grace. Say, more and more grace. more and more grace. More and more grace, which is God's unmerited favor. May it increase upon your life. Lift your hands across the place right now. Close your eyes. Just begin to meditate on that word right now. We're not over, but we're just going to just let that word saturate you. For the word talks, the word is the perfect seed, the Bible says. His word is a perfect seed. Our job is to prepare a ground that is fertile for that seed to be planted into. That it would bear forth much fruit. The 30, the 60, the 100 fold. Father, I thank you for hearts that are receptive right now. Lord, we believe it. May you give us more and more grace. May it increase upon our life. May what we have seen and what we have done become the baseline of where we're going, God. May last year's glass ceiling that we broke be the platform to jump to a higher height in heaven. Father your word declares that if we honor you you would honor us. Father I thank you that that is in this house today. I break off every lying devil of hell to tell you anybody in this room that their life is no value. That a struggle is ahead of them. I break that lie. The struggle is over in Jesus name. May the windows of heaven be opened upon your life and pour out a blessing there is not room enough to receive. May you be greeted with the morning time with grace and favor. May you lay your head on your pillow at night with satisfaction and peace for the goodness of God met you in that day in Jesus name. Now as your hands are raised, just begin to thank him. Come on. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. When the angel showed up to greet Mary he said rejoice for you are a highly favored one. Rejoice in this place right now. Come on. Stir it up. Man, thank you, Jesus. I believe it. 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 it. You're good, 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 good. You're awesome, Lord. Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus, I'm blessed in the city, and I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed in my coming, and I'm blessed in my going. I have been made the head and not the tail. Above and not beneath. I will lend to nations and I will not borrow. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. My days of striving are behind me. Good days of overflow are ahead of me. Father, I walk in blessing. I talk blessing. My children will have blessing. My children's children will have blessing. I declare it. I decree it. Jesus, woo! hallelujah, Jesus, Jesus, rejoice, rejoice, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. He says you're highly favored. And what he defined the highly favored is, is that the Lord is with you. God is with you. He's with you. He's with you in every furnace you've got to walk through. He's with you in every dark place. He's with you on every mountaintop and every valley. God is with you. Come on, church. He doesn't abandon you in trials. He doesn't drift away from you when other people do. He stays right by your side. He's in it to win it. And he won't let go. Come on. His grace... Is so strong and his mind is is it is it is fixed. He is not turning. He says the gifts and callings of of God are without repentance, he says. Yeah. Hallelujah. Whew. Hallelujah. Whew. <laughs> joy, joy, joy in the Holy Ghost. Jorge, did you grow a mustache overnight? Did you have that all week? I just noticed it now. I was like, I thought he was clean shaven. Now he's just got a full-blown mustache. I was like, that Mexican gene is strong, brother. <laughs> Every time I eat a jalapeno, it appears. A bar it's right there. It has nothing to do with what I'm preaching, but I was like, man. That man's facial hair is blessed of the Lord. (laughs) The Lord is with me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's with you. He's with you, church with you in the good times he's with you in the tough times he's with you no matter what even when you don't feel like he's with you he is with you amen it's just your fillers are broke trust me he's there he's been there and he will be there you can't convince him to leave thank you jesus for your faithfulness i mean thank you for your faithfulness god is so faithful as he says i watch over my word to perform it he says So everything, once again, he will perfect that which concerns me because he watches over his word to perform it. And when I read the word of God, when I read the Bible, this is not just a self-help book. This is a promise from the king of glory, the creator of heaven and earth, directly and personally to me. And when I receive it from that place and say, Father, I believe this and it is mine, it is established in heaven and in earth come on hey and every spiritual existence that has been established you are a favored child of God you walk in favor you carry favor your presence will bless your extended family amen Amen. it'll bless the business you're a part of you start a business expect that business to increase if it doesn't then maybe you just aren't good at that business Maybe you've only discovered that which you're not called to do, amen, but rejoice because there is still a call, amen. and you will find that thing, for he will perfect that which concerns me, amen. The Lord is with you, and it says, blessed are you among women, he said to Mary, I'm reading from Luke 2, but the Lord is with you, and blessed are you among people. You're blessed everywhere you go. Favor of God is just an, it's going to increase upon the church in this hour. Why? Why? Because we will shine brighter as it gets darker. And darker is where the world is headed. Wickedness produces darkness. Sin, decay, evil always produces hardship, death, and suffering. That's, that's in the word. But we, as the children of God, produce life and life abundantly. And so when you carry that, you can walk into a situation and God uses that goodness upon your life to turn other hearts back to him. Amen. Remember, it always comes down to what? The harvest of souls. Why are we blessed? Why are we highly favored? Why does the the glory of God shine upon us to keep opening other hearts? Because it becomes a sign and a wonder. When people see you go through things that take other people out and it didn't take you out and you kept your joy. People are like, how did you keep your joy? Well, because He is in me. Come on. How did you know it was going to turn around for good? Because He is with me. Amen. How how do you say these things and these things happen? Because He is with me. The Lord is with me and I'm blessed. I'm blessed and highly favored. It says, do not be afraid, the angel said. It's not an hour for the church to be afraid. Don't let fear enter into your life. Yeah. Don't let fear. I mean, even in the realms of finances, so many people's confidence is attached to a bank account. Mm-hmm. Right. Forget the bank account. Right. Man, what happens if, if money has no value tomorrow? Right. And everything you put your stock, the, day, the Bible says the day will come that a bag of gold buys a loaf of bread. Right. So that's, I mean, people storing up gold right now. What's the point? You're just going to get one last meal. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather have put confidence in the fact that a little bit of oil and a little bit of meal will never stop running in my life. Amen. You can take it. Take, take all the natural things away. When you begin to walk in the blessing and the favor of God, that means that God can put you anywhere. He can put you in a third world nation and favor and blessing will pop up around you. And I've seen it. That's happening. It happens all around the world. When people get a revelation about this, then it happens around their life. May it be a revelation to you, Amen. Amen. I grew up on a dairy farm. I remember just my dad. All his R Cross Farms. He believed in the blessing of God, and everywhere around us was farms. And it, it had six seven dairy farms within six miles of us. We knew all the. Some of them were third generation dairy farmers. I mean, they had more money, everything. And my dad started by himself, young, majorly in debt, didn't have as much land. And I can tell you that I watched in my upbringing from the time I was five years old. My dad started the dairy farm all the way until he went home to be with the Lord. Of six dairy farms all around there, he was the only dairy farm that made it. Every other one of them went bankrupt, and my dad never went bankrupt. The blessing of God increased them. And you could drive down the road... And it's just, it's just acres and acres of farmland. And this farm meets that farm. You could drive down the road and see their corn, and then see my dad's corn, and it was always twice as high. Yeah. I mean, literally, you could people be people like, "Where's your land start?" I'd say it's where the greatest corn pops up. That's that's our line, and you could see it. It'd be twice the size. The favor and the blessing of God was upon our household to where my dad lived, only sixty-five years old. Not a long time, and yet passed away and left my mom with so much money, she never has to work a day in her life. That's favor. That's blessing. Amen. Amen. Now, obviously, he got up and did his part. He put his hand in the plow every day. It's not like he was sitting at home watching football only. He went out and he worked. But the blessing of God met him. That's what you believe. You believe, yes, I have character. Yes, I will go out and I will do it. But something is different in my life. And if you believe that and you declare that, that thing will come true in your life, and you will have what you say from your mouth. If you believe it, say once more, amen. Amen. Do not be afraid. When all the farmers, many of them were afraid, there was a time milk prices tanked. That's what took most of them out. All sorts of things coming on. My dad just declared, we will will see the hand of God carry us through. We're going to walk in favor. We're going to walk in the blessing. He believed it, and he received it. Do you believe it? You believe it? That's enough. You receive it. Amen. And guess what? It works. You can look all throughout the Bible of people that believed God and it works in Jesus name. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. We're not afraid. I'm not afraid of tomorrow. I'm not afraid of recession. I'm not afraid of America collapsing. I'm not afraid of election results. I don't care. Come on somebody. Jesus. Is still on the throne. He's still on my side. And whatever comes down the pike, I will not be afraid of it. For concerning my household is the blessing and the favor of God. Amen? Amen? Amen. It's like Job. Job was a man that believed in the favor of God. Yes, he went through an attack. But Scripture is very clear to lay out what he started with and what he ended with. And what he ended with was a double portion. Shout, double. Isaiah 61, for your shame you will have double honor and in the land you will have a double portion of prosperity. Hey, the anointing of the Lord is upon me, the, by Isaiah 61 says, to declare the time of the Lord's favor has come. The anointing is upon you to declare over your children and your children's children and your own self. This is the hour of extreme, unmerited, unprecedented, undeniable, unrelenting favor upon my life. I will not be afraid. I will rejoice and I will be glad. Jesus. I see it, man. Debt being eliminated. Come on. Swiped away. Read the Bible. God supernaturally delivered people from debt on several occasions. The woman whose sons were going into slavery, he made oil flow until all her debts were paid. The axe head that was borrowed that disappeared, he made it float to the top. God is in the business of eradicating debt you have debt, I want you to just talk over it every day of your life. The Lord is dealing with you. You will disappear in Jesus' name. I will owe no man anything but to love them, for that is the favor of God upon my life. Amen and amen. I've heard people that walked in that, they've met with me and said it was like in the midst of all the 2008 turnarounds when people's houses were being foreclosed, And the Lord would give them insight of how to walk in it. And there was such an exchange of mortgages at that time where people buy up lumps of mortgages that they would go to the mortgage company and say, provide me the mortgage documents. And they couldn't provide them the documents. They didn't have any legal proof that you owed them anything. And so then they said, all right, well, then we don't owe you anything. And they had to give them and write off the mortgage. I met multiple people that had that happen. That's powerful right there. Father, I thank you for lost paperwork. If anybody's paperwork concerning a mortgage is lost, it'd be mine in Jesus' name. Hey, swipe that thing away. Like, a, like the pillar of salt, let it disappear. Let a little pile of salt be on their desk. And my mortgage be gone. Who's with me? God can do it. People say, well, what about the the mortgage companies? Some of them are wicked. If it's a good one, the Lord will bless them. But most of them, let's just admit it. Amen. We pray fervently for lawyers too. (laughs) God can even redeem a, a few of those. We pray for politicians, but that one, that one's where you're really pressing in. Amen. Lord, I just thank you. You would save some of them. No. Do not be afraid for you have found favor with the Lord. Once again. Why do we not have fear? Because we walk in favor. Favor of heaven is upon my life. I will rise in the morning and I will see the goodness of God in the land. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. And man, that is the fight of faith. If I could tell you anything I've learned, the fight of faith is always in your mind. It's where the thoughts want to bombard you. No, it's not going to work. Nope, 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 nope. You got The fight of faith is to stay in the place of, I will not be afraid, I will rejoice, I will be glad, for I have favor upon my life. And this thing will turn around in Jesus' name. If you're facing a big storm right now, just cast your cares upon the Lord, for He cares for you. It says, do not be afraid, for you found favor with the Lord. And then He reminds her, for with God, nothing is impossible. So... See, this is what's so important. That's This actually, if you really get a revelation of this, because much, much of what really dominates in our thoughts of why we feel down is because it is a hopeless or an impossible situation. Or it's a situation so bad you can't advise God how to get you out of it. Let's talk about that. That's ultimately, when our definition of impossible is that. Because usually, oh, it's bad, but I can tell the Lord what He needs to do. And that's where you pray, you know what I'm talking about is true. Lord, if you would just move this, cross this T, carry that I, get rid of that. Thank you, Lord, you got this. But there's there's things you face and you're like, I can't even tell you how to help. (laughs) Not that he ever needed you to tell him. God's not up there like taking notes. Oh, Pastor Linda had a good idea. Why didn't I think about that? I could save save the nations quicker. Good job. (laughs) He's got a good plan. For with God, nothing is impossible. For with God, nothing is impossible. Nothing, 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 nothing is impossible. So why do we rejoice when we're facing the Red Seas? Because we know it's impossible, and so we know we have a God that specializes in these moments. Hey, come on, somebody. He is a miracle-working God, and with Him, nothing is impossible. I declare over your life, nothing shall be impossible. May the gift of faith truly be upon this church for all of its days in Jesus' name. For your word clearly says that if we would believe it, when we pray, we can ask concerning anything, and it shall be given to us. Lord, I thank you for that impossible believing faith in this place. A rest, and even with Noah's, Noah's name means rest, church. It's from the place of rest and peace that God, the God of the impossible, takes care of circumstances in your life. Lord, I thank you for that right now. And we just hand that over to you. See, what you got to realize is much of what people, it's not just financial things people face. I mean, it can be sickness in bodies. It could be children running amok into the world and it's pulling at your heart. It could be things going on within your household. It could be things like that. But God will, can deal with every situation. Just keep your eyes on Jesus and remind yourself, for with God, nothing will be impossible. Say it with me. Nothing Nothing. is impossible to those who believe. And why is it Mary said, let it be according to your word. Let it be to me according to your word. Let it be to me according to your word. Every word of God is truth and amen over my life. Amen. Lift your hands one more time to the Lord if I can get some. Thanks for listening to River Claremont's podcast. We pray you were greatly blessed by this message. If you'd like to keep up to date with what's happening at the River Claremont Church, visit us at riverclaremont.com.